listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We are your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. And we welcome you to a brand new week. Hello, everybody. What is up, chatters? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We hope you had a great St. Patty's weekday. <laughs> a great St. Joseph's Day for all you Italians out there. Oh boy. I hope you had your Zeppelis. Yeah. I love Zeppelis. I I'm over them. Really? I could never get over Zeppelis. No, some of them are just too greasy. I don't know. But the St. Joseph's ones are really good because they have that like creamy middle. Yeah, I feel like the ones in Brooklyn do not like like the ones in Jersey don't like, you know, are not as good as the one in Brooklyn. Yeah. Everything's better in New York. Oh, okay. <laughs> we've gone there 30 yeah. seconds in and there. yeah she's already fighting with me but anywho um what's new what's going on how was your week it was a week for sure i went out i got out of my social bubble um partly thanks to you for pushing me and i went out for st patty's day Oh, yes. Do tell everybody. <laughs> yes. So St. Patty's Day is Thomas's favorite day of the entire year. Ever since I've known him, he, like, loved to celebrate it. So literally wake up St. Patty's Day. I shifted my entire schedule to end work early. So I'm in the shower, like, 6.30 a.m., and all of a sudden I hear this, like, blasting music that you hear at like at the beginning of like a parade or a race and lo and behold Thomas is just up awake blasting music like like a little Irish leprechaun that he is like excited for the day um so we go and honestly we just we just drank we hit up like so many different bars in New York City which was really nice I have to say it wasn't as crowded as I thought it would be I guess I thought because it was the first St. Patty's Day back after this long COVID haul that there would be a lot more people but it wasn't as crowded and I think that's why I liked it so much because it's it wasn't the usual crowd of people like you weren't in a space where you can't breathe like you had space to move around to dance and it was just like a good vibe like good vibe good people good cocktails I FaceTimed Esty as I knew I would because that's what always happens. Oh, yes, they did, you guys. They sure did. Yes, for sure. So, yeah, I just, I loved it. Like, I feel like I really needed it. And I don't, I like Esty, you said before, like, I totally underestimate, like, how much, like, I do love going out and just, like, meeting new people. And I think that was the best part. Like, it was a whole new group of people that I've never met before and everybody was just so nice and just there for a good time. And, you know, 24 Jack and Cokes later, you know, I was just, I was feeling great. Good for you. Yeah. The best part was I Uber eated McDonald's when I came home and I literally ate a 22 piece chicken nugget meal and a Big Mac and an apple pie. Oh, you did have an apple pie. Of course. I always have to have the apple pie. Oh, yeah. It just hits different. You know they changed it? No, I haven't had an apple pie from McDonald's. I can't. I honestly couldn't tell you when the last time I did. So they changed the apple pie, and I have to say that I don't like it as much. Can we just talk about 
I think, like, when you told me this story before we came on the podcast about Uber Eats, can we talk about Uber Eats, but after you talk about the apple pie? Yes. So, the OG apple pie had, like, it was super crispy. The dough was amazing. It had, I'm not a baker, so I don't know what it's called. Like, when you put that little hole on the top with a knife, like yeah. an opening, like, it, it had, like, two openings on each pie, right? Now there's, like, this zigzag design on top and there's just like multiple holes on top and like the apples are seeping through and there's not enough like crispy dough so the apple pie tastes different and I don't like it as much was there that cinnamon uh seasoning on top still or no not as much like I feel like they changed I mean this could have been the Jack and Coke's influence too because like at that point I don't know what I was tasting but I know it was different. Like, it just did not feel like the original apple pie. Interesting. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. So if you go to McDonald's, get yourself an apple pie and let us know what you think. So coming from someone who's super like, you know, not that you have trust issues, but I just find this very hard to believe that you like are particular with your food. You know, you have to pop a Nexium, this that, and the <laughs> other. But yet... You have a complete stranger going to buy your food and trusting this person to not spit, put their booger, or finger your food after they let finger themselves. What's the difference between that person and the person making it in the restaurant? But that's what I'm saying. Now, okay, yes, of course. There's a person in the restaurant doing this, right? But now you have an additional person. So now you're getting for the two for the price of one. Mm, yeah, but Uber Eats does that whole, like, background check. Like, I'm sure they, you know, if you have a good background check, you're not somebody who wants to, like, stick your boogers in a person's sandwich. I and hope not. a lot of, actually, like, most of my Uber Eat meals come with, like, uh, the bags are sealed. So, like, oh, like for okay. example, like, the McDonald's bag is completely sealed. So if somebody tampers with that shit, unless you have a stack of bags in your car that like you're opening up the food and then repackaging it, there's no way that you can get inside of that. Can I just tell you I've never Uber eat food in my life? Are you insane? No, never ever have I ever done that. In the last what, 24 hours, I've Uber eated 3 times. Wow. Last night for breakfast this morning and then for Carvel. Yeah, no, I have no desire to like I'm either cooking or I go out to eat. Like I don't have somebody coming to bring me food. No, I love Uber Eats. I think it's my favorite service ever. And I like it better than it's weird because last night while I was Ubering on the way home, I was talking to the guy about how I just Uber eated in my Uber. And he's like, oh, you don't DoorDash? And I'm like, no, like Uber Eats is just so much better. There's just something about it that I feel it's just the best service. It's better than Seamless. It's better than Caviar. It's better than DoorDash. Like, it's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I'm not hating or anything. It's just I never had the opportunity, desire, whatever have you to do it. Like, I just, it's not, I mean, and plus in the city, it's different. Like, I feel like that shit, people live off that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Like, I will Uber eat a $35 bagel. Like, that's what I did this morning. But My that's entire breakfast Yeah, like, like, 50 bucks. That's whack. Like, to me, that's whack. 
No, it's the best because I was hungover. I didn't want to move. I got to customize my entire order. And then they just brought it to my door. And I can watch them as they come to my door. So I know when they're picking it up. I know if they're taking a stop beforehand. Like I can track them on my phone and see where my sandwich is at. And that just makes me feel so in control. Yeah, whatever makes you happy. I just feel like you Uber Eats while I have like frozen gluten-free cinnamon raisin bagels in my freezer and when I want a bagel the next morning I'll just take it out and eat it instead of um having someone pay $20 for a fucking bagel no thank you can we talk about that so when I'm super hungover I will never even if I have an entire refrigerator full of food like I can be fully like accessible to making a BLT on a panini like everything's ready there's something about being hungover that I will never make my own hangover food like if I drink the night before I know the next day I am not like turning on that stove oh I will absolutely yeah no I agree with you on that like yeah you're so you, you don't even you're like you can't even do anything you're insubordinate you can't do shit yeah, but, like, the whole day, like, last night, but I get high <laughs> off of it. So, like, <laughs> in the middle, on, like, my fourth Jack and Coke, and I don't know, like, if this is, like, a crazy psychoticness, like, I was thinking to today, and I was, like, oh, my God, like, I can't wait to, like, Uber eat my breakfast. First of all, I can't wait to Uber eat my McDonald's, then I can't wait to Uber eat my breakfast, and then just, like, Uber eat my Chinese food later in the day, like, it just makes me want to drink more and get more drunk so, like, I can justify my Uber Eats spending habits the next day. Oh, 100%. No, I feel you. Like, there's nothing hits better than, um, like, a bagel the next day when you're hungover as fuck. Or, or for me, it's that I've been so hungover that I can't eat. And, that, like, when I do get hungry, it's, like, way later in the afternoon. And nothing slaps even better than, like, Chinese food. Uh, that, or I think pizza that, yeah no i'm not a pizza girl chicken fingers and fries like i either go for like disgusting salty chinese food or like super greasy fucking food yeah mine's like fast food only mcdonald's though i'll never like eat burger king the next day it's always mcdonald's i'll either have my turkey sandwich that's like a light hangover like when i'm having my turkey sandwich with <laughs> chips light mcdonald's <laughs> is my deep hangover like that's what you know i'm fucked up mm-hmm. then i had the medium tier which is my chinese food and then i have like just the light like i had like a cocktail or two and it's kind of hitting me and that's my turkey sandwich with onions um have we ever discussed because i don't do like i don't do fast food as you know but um, yeah did we ever discuss the so- dipping sauce prefer like what we prefer i think we did okay i don't what is what is yours i don't remember sweet and sour okay all the way. yeah me too same um Actually, my one complaint about my whole ordering process last night is that on a 20-piece chicken nugget meal, I could only order three of sweet and sour sauces. And then for the extra, I needed to pay for it. Shut the fuck up. Like, when did McDonald's become this way? Yeah, we're living in trying times, girl. Like, I gotta pay 50 cents for a sweet and sour dipping sauce? Like, where are we? I mean, that's, that's just where we're at. I just got so angry. I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to have three. It lasted, but, you know, I was really, like, I was scraping 
like the little like flip lid I like used the sweet and sour sauce on that like there was no sweet and sour sauce left where is the nearest McDonald's by you like five blocks away oh because ever the um what is the thing called that we used to go the other place I would never White Castle oh they closed it yeah, no, I was about to say, I wonder if you were going to tell me where the White Castle used to be, but I guess not. Can I just say that was, I still get so sad. Like, I passed that corner you tell White her, no. Castle. No, no, New would love White Castle. Like, No, she's barking at you. You tell her no. No, I love, okay, so White Castle is my number one food. And I literally get so sad when I pass that corner. And I remember all of the nights where I would just come home from work and just sit in there by myself and eat my number one with cheese and my nine piece chicken ring like thing. Mm-hmm. And I just miss it. Like I miss White Castle. No, you know, I've no, absolutely not. Sickening. The only White Castle I know now is in Edison. And I will literally drive to Edison just to get White Castle. Like Edison, New Jersey? Yes. Shut the fuck up, Laura. I know exactly where it is. Like me and my sister, we're crazy. Like when we're in that mood where we're both just like, okay, today's a White Castle day. We will drive. I will pay like $30 to cross two bridges to go to edison new jersey to get a number one white castle meal you know what it is is like i probably had it once maybe twice my entire life and you know what it is is not only the smell of the Mm. meat but it's the actual like i i don't know why the fuck i even looked at a burger like their burger meat doesn't look delicious it like melts it doesn't even look like meat like i don't even know what the fuck that's like mystery meat is what that shit is but i will fuck what your chicken your chicken rings those things were the only things i would eat but the burgers even thinking about it i'm gonna throw up the burgers with those onions ew laura's with the oh god i would i'm literally about to drive to edison right after we like do this podcast to get no, some white castle stop, stop you know what i've been craving lately and this is i don't know what the fuck this is saying about me you ever go to kfc and get their bowls no i've um, only had kfc like probably twice in my life no if that their kfc bowls are like it's just like mashed potatoes corn and gravy and like little like they're chopped up chicken oh <gasps> that sounds phenomenal fucking bomb i haven't had that in a hot minute i've been like thinking about it lately and i just keep saying no Oh my God. So when I was a little girl, because we didn't really have KFCs by us, I remember one time my dad brought home KFC and I thought it was like the most, this is how like fucked up my like holding was. I thought it was the most like luxurious, like dining of our lives. I'm like, oh my God, we're having KFC. Like it's such a special occasion. Like we just went to like a five-star restaurant. Lo and behold, it's like, fake chicken and fake potatoes their biscuits slap oh my wait what'd you just say their biscuits slaps their biscuits slaps yeah i can't slaps like across the face (laughs) no like slapping (laughs) what laura do you not know the lingo they're first of all that doesn't even make sense. Their biscuit slaps. What yeah, is it slapping? Slaps. Like, it's bomb. Like, it's so good. 
slaps yeah slaps is another word for bomb yeah like i said that like way early in this podcast like 16 minutes ago i don't know i would just let me say it now you're catching on i just i must have tuned you out because in my head it didn't make any sense thank you their biscuits that they have at kfc are really good and so therefore they slap they slap i just no no no, we're not going there. We I just want to uh, no, we need that. no, we need to talk about how you guys just heard her say that she toned me out. This is my <laughs> relationship with Laura. That I just No, we need to it. listen to you saying that biscuit slaps. <laughs> like what? Yes, Laura. Who can you just show me the people who just come out and like make up these things like today slaps is going to be the new word. No, like, actually it's actually really old to be honest with you, but um like bomb makes sense, lit makes sense, slaps. This I is I could say slaps. that their biscuits are super dope. That makes sense. Slaps. Oh my god, I can't. I just can't. I can't. We're I... never we cannot say that. I'm no. I've said it so many times on many, many episodes. Like it I never just heard can't. it. Yeah, you that I'm just glad that everyone here heard you say what you said earlier. That's all. It's fine. I yes, I tune it out because it doesn't make any sense. Oh, thank you. I appreciate your honesty. The biscuit slaps. What is it slapping? It doesn't have a fucking hand. I can't. <laughs> It's not like literally, it's figuratively. Slaps? Like high five oh. like that? Uh, yeah. See, oh. even new is tired of your shit. She's no, t- she just agrees with me because she's like, what the fuck does no, that mean? No, she's like, just stop. Now it's enough. It's <laughs> enough. I get it, new. She's, I get it. I get it, girl. What are we going to do? Any hoots. Um, do I have anything to bitch about this week? Do you not? I don't think I did. Oh, no, I really don't. Wow, you had a good week. I've always had good weeks. It's just some days worse than others. Um, But I just feel like sometimes we bring it to the podcast. I'm just trying to think of anything I have to bring to the podcast this week. I've just been really working like crazy. Like, I, the amount of hours I've been working is just, it's just I think it's ungodly, to be honest with you. Do like, we switch lives this week? It No, it's been, like, for real. Like, it's been, like, for... Literally, every time you hit me up, you're like, you're, I'm always at work. Like, Yeah, you were very busy this week, I have to say. Yeah, I'm just, like, constantly at work. And I just feel like when I do have the, the one fucking day off, I'm, like, scattered. Wow. No, girl, you need vacation. I, I, I can't wait. I literally can't. Oh, um, I just want to say... What do I have to wanted to say? What do I have to say? I had to say something. Oh, oh yeah, my noonie's not feeling the greatest. Um. Mm. She's just not not herself lately. Um, and like shout out to everybody who's like been hitting me up and checking in on her. It really, really means a lot to me and her. But like dead ass, I don't forget that shit. And fuck you to the people who know and don't say anything. Oh man, maybe they're sending you energetic good vibes. No, they go fuck themselves because if you don't oh. support my daughter, you don't support me. Therefore, you don't support my podcast. So bye. You ain't slap, bitch. Yeah, no. No, I will slap you, bitch. <laughs> she because will I, slap you. Yeah, I can't with the fakeness. I, I really can't. Like, you know, and it's just like what I've learned with her is that like in my, I just feel like really dead ass. Like do, being a being an animal parent is, is really, it, it's changed me. It really has changed me a lot. And um, I feel like I'm just in a different, 
I don't know. I get. I, I know this is gonna sound really cunty, but like bracket. Like I just feel like things are different for me, and my like my whole life has changed. My whole entire life has changed since I've gotten her. Um, yeah. and all positive. I'm not trying to talk shit here. Like it's all positive, and I just feel like if you can't fuck with her or like being an animal person, like I don't want you in my life. Period. Like that's it. Like, and there's. I'm not trying to be like whatever, but like for real, like. I, you just i don't want you in my life i really don't i'm good like if you can't fuck with like animals or be like present with and around her like i'm good you like set like a new tier you're yeah. like you're not allowed in my life right like you know i'm just like over it i'm just i'm over the fakeness i'm over the pretending i'm over like when you see her you're good and then like that's it and then sometimes like you don't even like when you are around her like it's just like oh hi. like and then that's it. like you know i'm just like over it like I really am. And I just like, you know, like I know she's obviously not a human, clearly, but uh, but Doesn't you can matter. ask. Right. You can ask like, you know, and, and, and if you don't, that's cool, too. I don't I don't expect you to. I don't want you to if you don't genuinely give a fuck. But if you genuinely don't give a fuck. Then don't be in my in my vicinity. I'm good. Me and her. Me and her. <laughs> Bye. My, yeah, we're, we're good without it. Oh, did she just bark? Was she just like, yeah, mom? Yeah, she knows it. She knows it, too. Trust me, like. She knows, like, people's energy. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, if she's not around you, she's, first of all, she's a people person. And when, you, when she, and you're around her and she's not even giving you the time or day, it's because she's feeding off your energy. Animals feel that. Like, uh, I will trust an animal's intuitive energy over any human's intuitive energy any day. Right. I feel like animals and children have the best intuition. Like, if they don't vibe with you, like, they're, like, you need to go to church, like, go to, like, a bathhouse, like, just go to a shaman, you know, they, because they feel that shit. No, I'm not kidding. Like, my, it's funny, but, like, me and my sister say that all the time. Like, if babies don't come near us, we will literally sage ourselves because we're like, okay. Or, like, if Rocco doesn't come near us, it's like, uh-oh, like, our energy's off. Like, what's happening? And, like, we'll gauge our aura around the way like Rocco reacts to us yeah but you're taking accountability yeah it's like okay something's wrong with you right something's wrong with you but that's also because like you know we have self-awareness and unfortunately not a lot of people have self-awareness and but that's not something like you can hold against them but you can choose to not have them in your life which is what you're choosing to do yeah no I don't give a no I'm not I'm not it's not that deep I'm just saying like it, it's just it's different like my whole life is different with her you know and yeah just, and if you can't fuck with her you can't fuck with me and I don't want that around you know what I mean yeah so, I get that I like I get that and I support that 100% for sure yeah I just I'm like I'm a I'm a dog mommy you know and I that's that's it that's my number one priority is her and she's just you know she's just been not herself and it's just I really do like honestly in these times, I appreciate the people who do show up for her and me, you know? And it just goes to show, like, who, tr- who like, truly gives a shit, you know? Yeah, some people, and, like, some people want to make that extra effort and be in your life, and some people don't, and it's just, like, all right. It just, it makes it clear, you Oh, know? 100%, girl. I, crystal clear. Exactly. It makes it clear, and it's just, like, all right, it kind of... It makes life easier because life kind of just has a way of like weeding people out, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. and weeding people out, not in a like, fuck you, fuck off way, although sometimes it is like that. But in a, you know, I don't want to give you the energy I have been giving you and I rather take that energy and actually 
like switch it to something else right and i you know it's painful like sometimes when life does do that but it's so fucking necessary because sometimes i can speak for myself like i've spent so much of my energy on people who would never reciprocate it back and then at the end of the day it's like i'm having a relationship with myself and it's like what's the point of that you know yeah no absolutely i i have been there done that and i I said that i think was last week's podcast like this past year well not 2022 2021 i i just what a what a reality check it's been you know and yeah i needed that i really did yeah 2021 was definitely like that big eye-opener year yeah for sure and i'm just going into 2022 we're three months into this shit with like just a better uh, more being self-aware and like what i want around me and what i don't and yes and that's the thing like for those of you and, and i love this segue and for those of you who are like I don't reach out to, or you don't hear from me. Like, don't take it personal. It's just like, that's where I'm at. You know what I mean? And like, but also look in the mirror and wonder why, because it takes two. And then I actually really look in the mirror and ask yourself why you're listening to my podcast, really? Because (laughs) that's how you're trying to find out shit about me still. And it's just like, it's so whack. It's so whack. And like, the other thing too, I I, I guess I do have stuff to bitch about. The other thing too, is that like, I actually spoke about this to you is that, for those of you who like only know me and Laura based off this podcast, I just want to say this is like an hour of the week that we, yeah that it's like one out of our uh, one hour of our entire week of our, like you know of our lives that like you're gonna base us or I guess judge us for and I just feel like that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um, there's so much more to us than this podcast. I mean, we really bring it every week and we're we're open and honest about a lot a lot of shit here, but just like just remember um there's so much more to us than this podcast. And again, these are opinions, it's our views or whatever, but like I don't know. I just I just feel like obviously keep listening because you guys have something to you know tune into every week obviously we love the support but like just don't base us off of just one hour like you know there's so much more to us and as we as the year keeps progressing and we keep exploring our options and growing too um just know that that there's so much more there's so much more and there's so much more in store for everybody coming up i can't wait to share what we have coming up oh my god me and sd have been like going back to like what you said like this is an hour of our week but you guys there's so much that goes on behind the scenes and it's when I like think about it just this week like there was so much shit that like we did and yeah I can't wait to share with all of you like we're like really showing up and like really wanting to get LBC like out to a wider audience and I don't know. It's just like, it's so fun. And you know what, if people judge us, if they love us, whatever, they show up in whatever space they show up. And I hope that if they do judge us that like, you know, they kind of like get something from our podcast and kind of can like transmute that into like a light energy for themselves. And I think like with LBC, I think like what we want to do is kind of just like put it out there like, there's a different way to like approach life and like think about people, you know? And it's kind of like, if you're in a space of judgment, kind of just like stop and like, just reevaluate your life and, you know, kind of look at like, why am I, why am I judging? I mean, I don't know. I don't, 
I'm not I kind of don't and maybe this is like one of my like downfalls I don't listen to what people have to say about the podcast you know this mm-hmm. and I kind of just like go on and you know they feel however they feel and it's just like I'm just proud of us at the end of the day because every week like we show up and we're still I can't believe we're still going sometimes I'm like holy shit like we still have a podcast yeah no absolutely and and, and that's what I love our balance you know of what, yeah of, of like what you bring and what I bring um but yeah. yes yeah you definitely don't care as much as I do um and I think because this is like our child um so therefore I we have different parenting styles exactly I was just gonna say that it's just different and like you style differently than I do and I'm I'm a little bit more protective of it and whereas if you teach me not to be so protective so it, it works it's a great balance between us but um Ooh, we should analyze this on a podcast one day what like we really have different parenting styles this is like a prime example of parenting Oh, 100%. But I think that's what makes this a very successful podcast. Too. 100%. Like, um, definitely. Yeah. So it's just, it is. It is what it is. I'm not, you know, it's just um, more things, more yeah. things to Exciting come. Exciting things. Right. And I really can't, funny things. Yeah. And I, I don't want to like give it away all too, all, all the way right now. But like, there's a lot of stuff coming up and I we, I, we both can't wait to um share with you what's, what's going on. But at the same token, it's just, it's just it's 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 been a journey for sure and i just a lot of the things opened my eyes wider this past year and um yeah and here we are that's i just figured i, I bring that to to light so yeah i guess i did have something to bitch about yeah yeah you, you gotta be mindful about like the energy you keep around you and yeah. constantly be like is this good for me and like that's not a selfish question to ask by the way like for anybody listening like that is actually like the most self-respecting question to ask yourself is this person good for me Hmm. and sometimes the truth of that is no and that's when you have to and I've had like a really hard time in my life doing this because I've always been the nice girl and I like giving people the benefit of the doubt Hmm. but it's almost like sometimes you have to sober up to the fact that this person is just not aligning with you right now and you need to just like separate them separate with them and like let them go and that is called self-respect at the end of the day and it's like you can't I feel like that's just like a constant thing you need to do with yourself yeah especially as you get older yeah yeah and it's okay to take a look in that mirror you have to Mm -hmm. it's like painful sometimes but like you got it you got to be real with yourself yes I agree I totally agree with you yeah. Wow. Tangents. I mean, it wouldn't be LBC if it didn't go on a tangent. It wouldn't. But let's go into hot topics. Yes. So, I mean, let's just start off. Okay. Actually, I need to bitch at you because, and I, I did bitch at you, but, like, I need to bitch at you more here is because, like, weeks and weeks, obviously, it's been, like, I think every week we sit here and talk about the same fucking shit. Kim and Kanye. Because it's, like, <laughs> every week is the same thing. Like, one of them is pissing the other one off. Uh, Kanye's going off on a tangent. Um, But, like, I don't understand why you're not bringing that same energy to like now this whole Kim and Pete, like it's out, it's surfaced. They broke like Instagram, their Instagram official. Now, like he's branding her himself with her name on it. He's got other tattoos of like little things that of, of their relationship. Like my girl's a lawyer on tatted on him. Did you hear about that? Uh, Wait, she, yes. My girl's a lawyer tatted on him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like all these things. And you haven't gone live with any of them. I don't understand. 
Okay. So you know that I love, I'm a big proprietor of grand gestures, like big public displays of affection when done in a very one artistic way to a very like elegant, like seductive way. I don't like, which by the way, Kanye fits into all those categories. Um, what I don't like is what is happening with Kim and Pete. His name is Pete. Yes. Wow. So I don't like what's happening because I think it's actually very fucking trashy. So I'm going to compare this to Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. They're, they're known for their very eccentric, otherworldly public displays of affection. Oh, see, Nutella agrees with me. <laughs> and, you know, they're talking about drinking each other's blood and, like, how they're soulmates in, like, the deep shadows of hell together, right? Oh, and God. that's just, like, so on brand for them. But now here's this couple, Pete and Kim, who we know nothing fucking about. We don't know their energy. We don't what? know, like, what? We don't. How we don't, are you we... even comparing the two? Because I'm getting up to the branding part. Like, oh like, we don't know anything about them, right? So there's no introduction into this relationship other than they go to the movie theaters on Staten Island, right? Something I used to do when I was 19 years old with Thomas. Like, there's, oh there's none of that, right? And then all of a sudden, you go on Ellen, Kim K, right. and you talk about how your new boyfriend didn't tattoo his name on his clavicle. He actually branded himself. Yes, Nutella, branded. (laughs) Which means he took, like, a hot piece of, like, coal or fire, whatever, something that you use to, like, grill a steak, and he literally put it on himself. I think that's actually very psychotic, and I think it's very also, like, low class. And That's psychotic. It's not well. Like, I'd rather drink your blood than brand, than, like, brand my body with fire and have your name on it. And, like, I'd rather, like, you want a scar of my name on your body? It did not sit right with me. And I don't like the way they're doing it. I think it's in retaliation to Kim's demise on what she said in Variety magazine. Mm, And I think they're doing it because of that. And it's just not, it just doesn't sit right with me. And I don't even want to give them like the time of day to like, like mindful energy. Like, I just don't want to talk about them because they just piss me the fuck off. And this has nothing to do because you're a like diehard Kanye West fan. And it has everything to do because I'm a diehard (laughs) Kanye West fan. Because in the back of my mind, I'm like, Kanye, like when he comes out, like, he fucking does it right. Like, he doesn't even need to do anything. Like, his energy is just out there. His fans, like, change this guy's name. Like, he's creating fucking art. He's creating a new album. He's creating a new clothing line. Like, he's being a true artist. And he's not ruining his body for his new relationship. Like, I just can't. Laura, Pete's going on the moon. He's making movies. He's opening up, um, like, comedy centers. What are you talking about? He's doing things as well. He's just not vocal about it. He's not just, you know, like, putting his shit out there to get that, like, 
to get like glout like you know what i mean like connie's saying all these things and he's doing it in a poor manner we've we've had this conversation i'm not going to for tie with you i because yeah. i am a kanye i am a kanye fan i just feel like how he's going about it is just really really poorly like let's just spit facts here okay kim and p have been together since october together mm-hmm. in a relationship since october Kanye has been on and off with a a handful of girls since then. He, you know, he puts them on social media. He makes them famous for two point five seconds. They're on podcasts. They're they're on. They're getting news articles. They're going courtside uh, tickets and basketball games. Like tickets. What the fuck? They're courtside on basketball games. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he's he's always like trying to one up Kim, and she's and she's been like holding her her tongue. Like she hasn't spoke on anything until like he attacked her being by being a mom. Like. To me, like, there's only so much that she can take. And now, do I agree? Yes, I totally agree with you, though, what you said about, like, this was her coming on the show to, like, minimize what that that comment she made about, you know, about the girls not working or all that shit. Yes, I I think that, too. I think that's exactly what that was about. But in the same token, she went on. She talked about her relationship. She went Instagram official with him. I think she gave us a little bit more than we asked for. I don't No one really, I mean, I, I didn't think she was going to tell us all about the tattoos and the branding. Like that's extra. I agree with you. It's extra, but it's, it's, it's what Pete does. Pete's reputation. Every time he's in a relationship, he gets a girl tattooed on. So this is nothing new. Like that's, I don't know what, like that was the other thing. Like I don't understand like why we made such a big deal that he's got like a couple of tattoos of her. So what? Like he gets everybody tattooed. The he branding- branded. Yeah, no, the branding that's a little much. I agree, but it's 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 now we're talking about it. It's on our social media. I mean, it's on our podcast. It's all over social media. We're talking about it. I don't know. I I don't I don't think that their way of showing their relationship or their love or whatever for one another it is it can be any different the way that Kanye does. Like he's giving girls Birkin bags. He's like, you know, in model, he's putting them up in uh, fashion shows. Like what's the difference? I-, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. I just feel like she's consistent. She's been in one relationship to her and, and Pete have like, you know, bit their bite their tongue on this whole Kanye bugging the fuck out shit. The one thing I will say, you have to give him credit because when, he, when Kanye was like, when they, when this uh, text thread got dropped, when he was like, where where's my where's my wife whatever and pete's like i'm in bed with her i was like oh shit like he came back at him like you gotta give him credit i don't give him credit i actually give him zero credit and why i give him zero credit is because kanye west you you know what you're getting with him he's fucking like crazy crazy. he's out there he's extra he puts it all there he's 100 percent in now you got a guy like Pete. Pick a side, dude. Like, are you gonna be boastful about your relationship, or are you not gonna be boastful about your relationship? Like this whole in between. Yeah, but this whole in between thing. Like, don't tell me you're a nice fucking guy when you're actually coming back at Kanye with your wife's in my bed, and I'm a nice guy, but I won't be a nice guy if you keep doing this. It's like, you're either a nice guy or you're not. And you're obviously not. So stop hiding behind this facade of yours because I'm just over it. No, you, uh, he was saying that because he was just tired of not being saying anything. Like, him and Kim have not said shit for all, the, for all this whole time that Kanye goes on his tangents. And now they're finally talking about it. And I feel like everyone's going crazy over it. And I'm just like, 
what the fuck is the big deal? They're finally talking about their relationship. Like, isn't this what we always wanted? We wanted them to talk about it. We but they're hearing- not talking about it. Like, even Kim on Ellen was like, yeah, you know, he has a few. He has, like, three. Like, either talk about it, like Kanye talks about it, or shut the fuck up. Like, don't come and be like, oh, yeah, we're, you know, he's cute. And, like, we have one tattoo. And maybe he has another one behind his knee and, like, in between his toe. But, you know, I'm not really going to talk about it. Like, <laughs> But you're here. You're talking about it. So what are you really trying to get at? Like, are you? Do you want press? Do you want people to like come back at you and like, and like I said before, like I love the Kardashians. I just don't like this little fucking game. And like, it's just giving me like just bad fucking vibes. And I'm just I'm Kanye all day every day. Yeah. Okay. All right. We could agree to disagree. We're definitely going to agree to disagree. Yeah, and that's fine. Listen, I'm not hating on Connie. I do. No, I, love I know. It's just, I just thought it was, like, different of you not to go on social media talking about it. Because I'm just like, girl, like, it's out in the whole world to see. I was shocked that we didn't get a live. No. I was about it to doesn't sit right. Because it does not sit right with me. I yeah. feel like it's so fake like that relationship will not last because i don't think it's based on anything real mm. oh 100 i don't think this heard is it end- here first no i agree with you i don't think this is end game for her no way i think actually who did i have this conversation with this week i we I, okay so she was married to somebody before chris humphreys remember yes and then she married chris humphreys yeah and now and now she married connie so that's three failed marriages yeah and she's been she has a sex tape out there mm-hmm. and she's been in relationships for with of who we know of anyway like you know of the people who she's been out and about with on social media with yeah so, and now she's got four beautiful children with kanye yeah really cute super successful mm-hmm. so i just feel like with that being said, you don't necessarily have to have your shit together. And and you know what I mean? Like, yes. uh, she's just so much more than what we are talking about. And that I, I will yes. say, you know, I've always like kind of harped on them and like whatever. But like dead ass, like she she is a, a jack of all traits. I will give her that. But like, I just feel like we're relationships. There's something missing there. I feel like oh. they all have daddy issues. 100%. And I agree with everything you said. Like, I, from day one, like, I always, like, when people used to shit on them, I'm like, listen, you know, they had a choice. Like, they could have just stayed in their little thing and made nothing of it. But they went on. And, like, two out of all of them are billionaires. Like, that says a lot about you. Yeah. You know, it's like, whatever she came on with a sex tape like who the fuck cares it's what she made of it after and like that's what people need to look at and I never take that away from them it's just like I don't like how this whole situation is being played out and in a very passive aggressive way she's really making Kanye look like this psychotic mentally ill person by her passive aggressive comments and it doesn't sit right with me and that's why i didn't come to social media with it because i don't i don't like the game she's playing and this i will not be on board with yeah no i respect it i I, and thank you for explaining to yourself because i was like i was shook i'm like yo she's like team kanye but like this was like a big deal and and it was it was this and it was the same week that they dropped a trailer for hulu 
the yep. same week. So yes, there is strategy behind it. You know, no one works harder than Chris Jenner. I, I get it. It's just, I don't know. I was really, I was taken back about with the whole interview. I, it was a side of her. I don't think I've ever, not like I know her, but like I didn't see before. And it's just, she's very playful. This is someone who's half her age. And I'm just like, Age is just a number. I've always yeah. said that. And I just feel like maybe this, it's not endgame, but I'm just like, this is a different side of her. And I think this is what she needed after this, this relationship with Kanye. I think so too. I think like, and I'm not knocking down like the relationship. They may no, have no, something. No. Yeah. But, and honestly, after you told me that he has gotten tattoos of every girl, I kind of understand why he branded himself for Kim because that's just going an extra step now. Yes, but, and she, I, she also said that he's in the process of getting them removed. So I don't understand. <sighs> I so don't like, I don't know if he's getting them removed. Like, is it like foch neck and arms and legs he's getting removed and just keeping the chest? I don't know if there's like a designated area. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I do remember reading an article or seeing on social media, like a long time ago, he was doing that. Like he had started, but I, I forgot all about it until she brought it up in the interview. And I was just like, Oh, so then what the fuck was the point of me getting tatted? And can we just talk about this for a second? If your bae got, like, okay, if you and Thomas were dating and early stages, like how Kim and and Pete were, and he got himself, let's just start off with tattoos of of your name. What does that do for you? Um, Early stage, like when me and Thomas were dating. Yeah, like how the Kim and Pete are now. Um, that would get me excited being like my 19 year old self being my 34 year old self. I'd be like, Whoa, dude, red fucking flag. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like my younger self would be like, Oh my God, he loves me. We're going to get married and have 25 children. But my now self would be like, why are you getting my name tattooed on you? I've known you for like three full months. Right. Like this is, this is not normal. This is, what is it? Like love bombing? Yes. This is a grand gesture. Yep. It's love bombing. You're right. Good, good one. Yeah. So it would come up as a red flag. And if he branded your name on you? It'd be as much as I would love for somebody to brand (laughs) my name on them. I think you're the wrong person I should be asking this question. I would still, like, my logical self would kick in and be like, something's weird here. Like, like, as much as my soul, like, yes, like, you went through, like, all this pain and, like, you, like, literally sizzled my name on you and then you drank my blood, like, Oh my god. My soul would be like, yes, like this is what I've been wanting. But then like the logical self would kick in and be like, no girl, like you gotta end it right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. You um the branding, I would run for the hills. Yeah. Uh tattoos, I'm indifferent about. This early on? Yeah. Um really? I I re- yeah, I really can't pinpoint I think old younger me would have thought that was super immature red flag um like uh, give me my luck our relationship my luck you know what i mean yeah um, <laughs> now i'm indifferent i i go both ways i Interesting. think i think because my love language i have many love languages and i and Same. Um, um so like one of them is obviously like showing you know what's that word what's the one is called um yeah af- whatever that word is you know what i'm talking about yes 
Um, so like doing that is like, wow, that's, that's huge. You know, like you really do love me, but then I go and like the psych of me is like, okay, you're love bombing me. So it's like red flag, you know? So that's what I'm saying. I go like back and forth, but I feel like because so early on the relationship, yeah, then I, I agree with you. I think it's the red flag. If we're like, engaged or married and we got kids like that different story like that you different know. right this this early on yeah i think like gotta get your shit together there's something else there that what that you're hiding you know what i mean yeah like and i know people will say and I, listen i'm a hopeless romantic like i would love it if like you want to drink my blood but at the same time like my heart and my mind i feel like it only works when those two are kind of aligned. Like you can't just lead with one and forget the other. Right. And I think like in a good relationship, like both of those things are balanced. And I feel like this would not make me feel balanced. And that's why I would be like, mm, no. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I just, I wanted to pick your brain about it. Cause I was just like all over the place. I was like, Oh, this is a good topic. I want to talk about on the podcast. So like as soon as I saw the like interview, I'm like, O-M-J. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, Another thing that was all over social media, and I'm still shook that this is happening, is that from the Vanderpump cast, Katie and Tom are divorcing after 12 years of being together. Um, I, when you sent that to me, I, uh, like, a part of my heart dropped. Yeah, it's, like, it's real out there, you guys. So um i don't know where to start so apparently there was rumors about this like that surfaced weeks ago no one really confirmed it um oh sorry laura i didn't mean to take like the lead sorry um oh um, no no go ahead um so yeah so it had surfaced to whatever weeks ago but neither one said anything about it and apparently this weekend i don't know which social media outlet reached out to james kennedy but they did, and this motherfucker uh, confirmed it, which was so fucked up, which led to why Katie and Tom had a release statement. It's so fucked up because I feel like when you're sep- or divorcing and, and they're doing it as of right now, amicably, it's such a sensitive time that like the fact that you have to go now on social media and, and write this fucking thing to, because some asshole decided to leak it out is just fucked up, if you ask me. Um, James Kennedy, I can't. For real, like, I I can't. I've never been a fan, and I just can't. Can we just talk about how him and Raquel, like, just broke up, what, like, 2.5 months ago, and now he's in Tulum with some other hoe? I'm not surprised. Yeah, I just can't. Any hoots, and of course, he's in fucking Tulum. Everybody's in Tulum. I know. Like, why Why was anyone there in December? Why didn't they not get the memo? I know. Everybody's in Tulum now. It's, like, the hottest place to be. For real. Um, so, what? So yes, Katie and Tom both uh, wrote up stuff, which was really, really cute. I love how Katie kept it short. Not short, but simple. Um, she didn't give too much away, whereas Tom kind of let it all out, saying this is what Katie wanted. Yeah. Um, this is, like, again, all of respect. And he called her Bubba and, like, oh, all this Bubba. stuff. I know. Like, it was just really, really sweet. And, like, I've, I've told you guys here, I listened to her podcast, you guys. Her podcast came out. I really, if you guys are huge Vanderpump fans, I really, really think that you guys should take a listen to it. Obviously, after you listen to our podcast, if that is. Um, And uh, really, I cried. Um, I have to listen. It's Laura. It's, it really, it's just, I can't. Like, it's a short one, and which is so not like her because she goes on and on and on. And, And her podcast is, 
is different. I will say the avenue that she goes in, it, it's very different. It's um, it's totally a different side of Katie that I don't think the show portrays. I think the show portrays her as like tequila Katie. You know, she's crazy. But yeah. this podcast really shows a different, which I love. And that's why I love podcasts. It shows like a different side of her that the cameras don't see. And this is like the real her. And I just, I really just go listen to this episode. You guys, I cried. I I couldn't, I, the, the amount of respect and the amount of admiration I, I, that I grown for her in this episode, it just, I can't, like, I don't know how she was able to go on this podcast and put it all out there. Like I was, it was kind of like how Lala did after her and Randall split up, but, um, yeah, really go look at it or listen to it. I mean, really good one. And obviously I just, I'm really proud of both of them. Like, and right now they're doing this like respectfully, amicably, and you know, it's okay. Yeah, I love, well, first of all, like, I was shocked when you sent me this, just because I always rooted for them. I'll be honest, I was never a big fan of Katie, but that's why I do want to go listen to this podcast, just so I could see a different side to her, like, Mm -hmm. a different perspective, because I feel like she always came off, especially in her relationship, like, very judgmental and very just, like, aggressive and I didn't like it because I love Tom Schwartz I think he's like I would be friends with him like so fun like very like relaxed you know but I also thought they had a good balance right because they're kind of like opposite so I mean we've always known they've had like major issues in their relationship so as shocked as I was I kind of wasn't because I was just like you know what like this kind of makes sense like they were never on like a super stable ground but at the same time like I really always rooted for them because I liked them I thought they were like cute together and they had their whole like bubba and I I don't know I'm just like really really sad and it's 12 years and you could tell by Tom's post like he sounded like he didn't want any of this to happen Like, it was just, like, solely on her. But I know she started this whole, like, self-love journey, like, a couple years ago. She, like, lost all that weight and was really working on herself. So this might just be a byproduct of all of that, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. So good luck to Katie and Tom. And I hope they can stay, like, amicable and friendly throughout this entire process. Because I think they were friends before anything. Right. Right, right, right. So so we'll see. Um, so there might be a reboot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Did you ever watch that show? No. Oh, of course not. <laughs> it's like I'm I was obsessed. Like I loved it. I love Buffy. It was about vampires, witches, magic, warlocks. And there might be a reboot, and Sarah Michelle Geller, who was the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer, is rooting for I never say her name right. Zendaya. 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 Zendaya who I love, like, I love her. So she's rooting for her to be the next Slayer. Oh. Which I can totally see that. Okay. So let's, would you watch the reboot if they had it? No. Okay, well, I will, and I will tell you guys what, (laughs) what happens. Oh, total side note, I've been watching this new Netflix show. It's called Byron Bays. Have you ever heard of it? No, what's it about? So it's about these influencers who live in Byron, Australia, and it's kind of like their dynamic with each other. And there's like all this drama within the group. Mm -hmm. And it's just like another light, like dumb show that I just like to put on at night and like listen to in the background. But I think you should watch it and we should talk about it. Okay. If it's if it's worthy for the podcast, you know, I'll do it. I think 
I think it's going to like catch on because it's one of those like high on Netflix shows. So I think everybody's going to watch it. Okay. Yeah. And last but not least, my birthday twin, I knew he had it in him. Tom Brady is not retiring, Chatters. I can't. I'm so excited. He had, he said he had two months to think about all of this. And in that two months, he has decided he's not done yet. No, honey, don't sugarcoat what he said. He said in two months of being home with the kids and the family, he realized (laughs) that he'd rather go on the football field, get beat the shit out of, get concussions, (laughs) and rather stay home with his wife and kids. Is pretty much what that fucking article was all about. I mean, I didn't want to say it like that, but... That's that's exactly what... And if I was his wife or children, I would be deeply offended. I mean, but it's so hard. Like, he's such a workaholic. He's an athlete. Like, what do you do after having such a high career? Like, how do you just go and live a normal life? Like, you can't. No, you cannot. But that doesn't mean you're like, I I feel like, I don't know who his publicist was or who the fuck wrote that thing, but that was an awful statement that he released. Like, again, if I was his wife or children, I would be deeply offended. Yeah. You know who I feel deeply bad for? The person who paid $518,000 for the ball that would have been the last touchdown pass of Tom Brady's career. Oh, man. What a dumb fuck. Like, fought, like, does he get a refund? I don't think so. And who would spend that much money? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. And on like, a ball. I, I don't know. I This whole thing really upsets me. I Again, I'm not, I, I, it's not that I don't, I hate on him or anything. Did everyone saying, well, he never said I'm retiring those words. Never came. Okay, great. But this was just weird. Like how you bounced and how you came back. Not cute. And then like the whole mix of it with what's his face. What's the other one? He's now not in Seattle anymore. I don't know. Sierra's husband. Oh, He's going to the Broncos. Like, what? Yeah. I, I don't know what's going All I have to say is football yeah, season I heard next about that. is going to be crazy. I'm excited. I'm yeah, just no, excited good. that TV's back. It's like, a big year for Leo's. I think he's going to win it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a good year. It's going to be a good fucking year. Oh, you've been saying that since January 1st. No, I feel for Leo's, it's a great fucking year. You said Capricorns, it's a good one, too. Towards the end. Oh, my God. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, moving on to the meats. Yes, go ahead. So, again, I was looking on Instagram, and I came across a post, True Loveology, and they were talking about signs that he is wasting your time. And this doesn't have to be he. It could be she. It could be they, them. Right. So, in any relationship, there are always signs red flags triggers whatever you you want to call it but there's always signs there that somebody is wasting their time and they're just not that into you and tonight we wanted to talk about five signs that they are wasting your time right and first one is that they're hot and cold with you yes now for me i would feel like okay this person's moody okay But then I feel like if it's all the time, then yeah, no, something's up. Yeah. It's like, they're not here. They're not there. They're like wishy-washy. No, I feel like if somebody's really into you, they're into you and you will know, like they'll never like go back on it. 
Yeah, they're all about you. They want to be around you all the time. Like, being so high and cold, mm, no, I'm good. Yeah, no. Definitely a sign. Right. Um, so, what's number two? So, I'm going to go with they never give you definite answers and don't prioritize you. So, it's a constant of maybe we'll see kind of like generalized answers, never a definite. And they're never the one to ever like initiate a hangout or initiate a conversation you know it's it takes two in a relationship and even if you are the initiator and you're just the more what's like another word for aggressive because I don't want to say aggressive like you're the more pursuant one is that a word it is now yeah you're the more pursuant one that's totally fine but if you're the only one who is doing that That is a big, big sign that the person on the other side is wasting your time. And you kind of have to reevaluate that relationship. Yeah. And like, I think it says a lot when you're the one constantly um, always wanting to hang out and go here, go there, hang out, whatever. And they're just like, "Mm, we'll see. Or maybe later. It kind of fucks with your ego. And you can can be like develop insecurities because of that. Yes. And like, you should definitely have a conversation with them and be like, Hey, like what, like what's happening? Are you just like busy in your schedule or do you just not really ever want to hang out with me? Like what, what's going on? And usually like when you get into a relationship with somebody and they're already not wanting to hang out with you, I mean, I think it's a really big sign. A hundred percent. Yeah. What's the next one? Um, when you don't know a lot about this person, so, Ooh. you know, we're talking, we're getting to know one another, but it's mostly me doing the talking and me opening up about myself and I'm not really gaining any depth from you. I don't really know if I could fuck with you like that. I agree. Especially us. I feel like I would need the person to like share what's happening in their life or like what they're feeling. And sometimes this is on an energy level. And I know this may sound weird, but you know, sometimes you can feel a person being like very open energy and they don't have to even say anything and you just get it. But sometimes they can just be super closed off. And Mm. like, if a person is very closed off, I mean, something is definitely up there. And I think that's definitely like a warning sign of, hey, am I wasting my time here with them? Right. Absolutely. Which leads me to the next one, which is (laughs) never (laughs) talking about commitment. Ooh. Um, this is a big one. I've had like um like girlfriends who have been with guys for a while who have never spoken about commitment. Yeah, which is fine, I guess to an extent. But if you're with this person for a long period of time and that conversation not once came up, um honey, that's a huge red flag. Yeah. And I think as women and I remember like when I was younger, I would always first of all, I was always the more non-committal type. But shocking, I know shocker, but like, I remember like when I first started dating Thomas and he was actually the only person like I ever wanted to be committed to, or like go somewhere in a relationship with, like, I was always so scared to ask him like, you know, where, like, where are we going? What are we doing? But it's, I think it's okay to initiate a conversation about commitment and kind of like get a gauge on what the other person's feeling. 
Like, you have to have those kinds of conversations. Yeah, honey, but not, like, two weeks in the, into the relationship. Like, I've had girlfriends who literally started dating a guy after a month and were like, where do you see this going? Bitch. No. no. Bitch. Calm the fuck down. Um, I, I can't tell you how many of my girlfriends do that. And it's just like, girl. No. Just because you have a timeline... I mean, I don't know. So I feel a certain way about this. As we get older, right? So the only thing I will say is, as you get older, obviously their, what is it called? Your ticking time clock? Your biological clock? Mm, geriatric. The, your geriatric biological clock is ticking. And if you are somebody who does want to have children, I do think that conversation does need to happen a lot sooner than later. Because Mother Nature, there's less time to have a child. And you kind of like need to get on that same page of, hey, do you want kids? Because I don't want to be dating for for a year only to find out you don't want fucking kids, you know? Yeah, but, but not a month into the relationship. I don't know. I don't know that I would say that at this age. Really? Yeah. I think if like me personally I wouldn't have that conversation but I know a specific girlfriend of mine is very 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 adamant about having children I think if she starts to date a guy she kind of needs to ask him right away like do you want to have children and by when because there is a timeline on that and it's only in conversation when it has to do with making a family naturally if oh, you yeah, if yeah. if that's what you want to do. If you're open for adoption later on, it's different, but I feel like if you want children, then you kind of need to, you know, figure it out. Mm -hmm. But that's different than an actual commitment, too. Oh, 100%. Yeah, but I agree. I wouldn't there is a time where you need to have those conversations. I don't think they happen right away cuz you kind of need to you have to build trust with that person. Mm -hmm. And then, like, go from there. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Um, I think you're going to have to say the last one because I don't have it. Uh, <laughs> um, well, you kind of mentioned before, but this one was, like, saying how they never initiate um, anything, like, to do together. Oh, yeah, I kind of combined them. You did. But obviously, if we're dating and I'm coming up with all the the dinners the dates uh i'm good i that's a red flag in itself like i want you to also take the charge and do that as well i think so too and i think like one that's missing is like is this person willing to have open communication with you about everything yeah yeah because if you can't have those like safe conversations or like tell that person like, hey, like I need you to also take on initiating, then that is a total waste of fucking time. A uh, complete waste of time. Yeah, exactly. So we want to know what you guys think. What are your waste of time? Is there anything that would come up for you that you would consider in that category? P.S. This is such a tangent. Have your allergies been bothering you this week at all? Yes. Yes. Oh yes. Oh my yes. God. I wanted to mention this in the beginning of the podcast and I just forgot because I was, I was just literally held back a sneeze. You guys, my, it's not even like spring and my allergies are already kicking in. Yeah. It's, uh, I think I have to take a Claritin every day this week, to be honest. Stop. Yeah. It's that bad. Oh God. I, it's, I, I don't know. Are my eyes are so itchy. 
Yeah. No, I'm, it's allergy season. I'm sneezing for no fucking reason. Yeah. Wait, spring is this week, right? It is. It's this week. But I'm just saying, like, I, I usually, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But I was like, this week, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Oh, my God. And another total tangent. Did you see that they're trying to pass away with daylight savings time? Oh, yes. Thank you. I knew we had to talk about something else in the beginning of the podcast. Okay. I'm totally for it. I am, too. Um, I love this for us. I'm a little, like um but her about the whole fall thing because i love when the time changes around fall because it just fe- like i that's when i feel in my soul that it's fall yes um so i just have to like take that l and just realize like it's okay like we still have the best of fall with this kind of uh time change but um i like that the days are longer i do too so thomas was telling me how it's actually going to be really bad for us because like because in the fall and in the winter it's actually going to be darker a lot longer in the morning. So it's going to be like eight o'clock and it's still going to be pitch black outside. Stop. Or like seven 30 and it's still going to be like dark outside. And I, I didn't, I didn't think of that. And I'm just like, wait a second. I don't know that I want that. Cause I kind of like, you know, those like early fall and winter mornings when like, the sun is out and like it's like crisp and early. Yeah, so that's like, what I love about the, well, not the winter, but the fall. Yeah, so we might not have that because now that the days are longer, it's like the night goes into the morning. Yes, but is I don't think this is happening like this year. I don't know. They're like trying to pass it as soon as possible. Yeah, and I, like I was totally for it until that conversation. I was just like, oh wait, I don't, I don't think I want that. Really, I. I didn't realize that. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't know. I just like that. I like that it's like the days are longer. It's not like I, when it's five o'clock and it's like pitch blackout. I hate that. I shit. know. I hate that too. It makes me super depressed. Yeah. I like, and maybe this will help with seasonal depression. I think it will. I think like that's the whole motion towards it. Cause like, I feel like a lot of people are coming out that they're more and more seasonally depressed. And I think like, this is kind of like a motion to kind of combat that. I love that for us. I know. So we'll see. Stay tuned. We'll tell you here when they do do it. Yes. And thank you all for listening to our tangents. Yes. We we went on a lot today. <laughs> Hesse, what are you grateful for this week? Um, my time with Noonie. Aww. Yeah. I just, I really do cherish our, our times when we get together. It's just her and I after work and um, especially like when she's not feeling the greatest, I I just like take for granted that times when she is great and we're going on walks and we're playing whatever. But for real, like I wouldn't change it for anything. Oh, I love that. She's special. Yeah. What about you? I'm grateful for New York City during springtime. So earlier this week, I got out of work a little early and I took a long walk from um, the West Village where I work and I walked over the Brooklyn Bridge and it was like the nicest day out and I just love those walks because I just feel like I get connected to like the essence of New York City and it just has once you like get rid of like all the bullshit and all the noise it's such a beautiful city and I just I don't appreciate it as much as I do but this week I really did. So I'm super grateful for this like crazy concrete jungle that I live in. <laughs> I know it's weird. <laughs> no, it's just your love for your, your home. 
Yeah, it's I was literally walking across the Brooklyn Bridge, like listening to poetry. It's like, oh, I can't. I love it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. Anyway, SC, tell our chatters where they can find us. iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasting, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast. Um, please head over to our Instagram page at Lunchbox Chats, as well as our Facebook page, The Lunchbox Chats, um, where, as always, you can rate, review, and subscribe. Yep. And until next week. See ya. Slap, slap. Oh, my God. <laughs>